Hello and welcome to Sobriety Elevated, the podcast that is committed to empowering you in your recovery and elevating your sobriety. Join us now for the next episode. We hope you create an incredible experience. Let's get the show started. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sobriety Elevated. You are here with Jim Pakonin and Kevin Thole. And Kevin, I assume you're still out of town. I am still out of town. Day uh, tomorrow morning will be day 21 out of town. And you're 900 plus days sober. Yes, I am. So today, what if we take a little bit of a twist on recovery and talk about what are the ways that you recharge and reward yourself when you're doing exceptionally well in recovery? Yeah, I like that. I think recharging and regrouping sometimes is is really important to recovery. Yeah, because recovery is work. And we've said this at least 28 times. (laughs) Recovery is work, but what about when you feel solid, what are you doing out there to recharge yourself and to make sure that your batteries are full, that you're energized, that you're excited, that you're ready to take tomorrow on clean and sober? I really, I think there's such a fine line of like being overly confident in your recovery and just being confident in your recovery. And I think like for me, I have pretty much confidence because I do a lot of, you know, I do the right things. I work my program and all of that Mm -hmm. to where there are times when I give myself permission to relax a little bit. And I don't mean like relax on necessarily my recovery or how serious I take it. Sometimes I just, am going to recharge. I'm going to disconnect from, from people, disconnect from things Mm -hmm. and just kind of have some alone time. It's kind of like, I really look at it like for, for in your, in your life, you know, if you work a lot, it's like taking a, a vacation. Not that your recovery ever takes a vacation, but you have some time where you you take some time for yourself to relax, to maybe look at yourself, be introspective in, in looking at yourself, and then recharging. And the idea for the episode actually came when you said that you were just kind of relaxing. And I was like, oh, wow. I'm like, part of me wanted to say, well, let's not record because you've not been relaxing the last 21 days. Another part of me said, wow recharge and relaxation in recovery. I don't read many articles about that. Yeah, I think it's it's maybe uh, overlooked a lot. But like for me, the, these last 20 days of, of work have been incredibly stressful. It's been overwhelming. Sometimes you just have to take a step back. And it's it's similar. Like I remember whenever I was early on in recovery, and I was going to like, I mean, I went to 90 meetings in 90 days, the first 90 days of sobriety. And I was reading, you know, every book and article and talking to people and doing that. And there were times whenever I actually, people that I looked up to said, hey, maybe today you should take a break. Like give yourself permission to just watch TV or just relax a little bit. Don't be, don't overdo it. I mean, you will get burnt out, I think too. If you, if all you do is, is focus on, on recovery and it's, it's, uh, it becomes, and again, it, it does become your life and it becomes a lifestyle. But there are times when you just have to relax and take some time for yourself. 
But isn't there a difference between it becoming your life and becoming a lifestyle? Because when it becomes your life, you're going to burn out. And in the burnout, you're going to increase the chances for relapse. When it's a lifestyle, you can actually take a break and say, hey, today is a day of rest. Today is a day where I don't have to be full on. I can watch a TV show. I can listen to a podcast. I can read a book. Yeah, it, it is definitely different. And when it's a lifestyle, it's easier, you know, and, and we do talk recovery is work and recovery can be difficult. But I think the more that you get established in recovery, you know, they call it the easier, softer way. And it's it's not easy but it's it's not necessarily hard to. I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of confusing sounding. But when it becomes a part of your lifestyle, it's not work. It's just part of who you are. And like for me, it's over the years, it's slowly developed to where it's just part of who I am. To where it's not such an effort every day. Yep. But there still are times when I have to be very intentional and put an effort in. And th- that's fine. That's going to happen. But I also have to then be intentional and put an effort in recharging and relaxing. And that's kind of what happened to me today was I've been overwhelmed and I was like, okay, I need to call this person, talk to this person, you know, kind of do my rounds, my recovery rounds, as I like to call them. And I thought, you know what? No, I'm going to give myself permission today to, to just relax a little bit, to sit here in the quiet and just, just sit here. I mean, really, to be honest with you, just sit here and do Good. nothing. And I think sitting and doing nothing is an incredibly good thing for your well-being, especially after 21 days of intensity. Hopefully when you get back, you can kind of get things going and then you and your amazing wife can maybe disappear for a little bit somewhere. That would be nice. She would definitely like that. It's in the business that I'm in, it's it's uh it's a lot like my personality. It's it's very intense moments followed by some some relaxing moments and and I really liken it to recovery. I know I say this all the time, but you know, I'm in the restoration business and that early on thing is like going to treatment where it's like an emergency and you have to really, really, really do a lot of things. And now I'm kind of more like in my, you know, my life's been rebuilt and restored and now I'm in like the maintenance stage. And really that's a lot what we talk about, Jim, when we talk is like maintaining my recovery but also like maintaining a quality of life where I, I'm able to recharge and I'm able to, to regroup and, and, you know, relax sometimes. Well, and I think that is just as important, and we have talked about this in some sessions, is making sure that you are regrouping and you are relaxing and you are recharging because ultimately that is going to have your recovery be stronger. And if you're listening to this in recovery and you are working your tail off, my recommendation is to take a day off and do something other than recovery stuff. Now, don't do anything that's going to risk your sobriety, but do something to recharge you. Yeah, and it's. I think that we, like, the something that's not recovery still kind of is recovery. Like for me, um, you know, going to the gym and stuff, just go, you know, here, here's the thing, a way of life. You know, we, we talk, if, if, if the only way that you can stay sober is by going to three meetings a day and constantly reading literature, reading books or, or constantly focused on that, that's not really recovery. 
No. You, know, you need to get to a point where, again, it becomes a lifestyle where you're living whatever that program and principle is. I mean, it's interesting you say that because I had a former client that would do six to nine meetings a day. He was struggling so much. And recently I have heard that he's completely switched his profession and he now has nothing to do with alcohol because he was actually in the bar industry. And as a result, his recovery, and we were talking to me or I was talking to a mutual friend, his recovery has become incredibly easy and incredibly straightforward. You don't have to go to six to nine meetings a day. He can actually do his job and he can, he is actually doing far better than he was a few years ago. Yeah. And there's a time and a place. Like I said, I did 90 meetings in 90 days in my first 90 days out of treatment. Obviously, when I was in treatment for 90 days, it was basically like a million meetings in 90 days. Um, <laughs> I think there's a time and a place for that. But mm -hmm. as you grow and as your recovery deepens, as your sobriety elevates, you know, as the name of the podcast is, it becomes easier. And again, it's an easier and a softer way to where for me now, again, you know, they say things like, oh, meet people that go to meetings, they, they stay sober. And, and going to meetings is important if, if you're in those types of programs and, and all of that. It's doing the right things. Living whatever those principles are is what's going to keep you sober. Really, you know, we talk about one big thing that we, we talk about, you know, for people in, in the program that I'm a part of is prayer and meditation. And really all of not necessarily prayer, but meditation is a part of almost every recovery group out there that, that I know of where because it's time to quiet yourself down, it's time to recharge. The most amazing thing about that is the articles that I have read, meditation comes up again and again and again and again. And meditation is one of the most amazing ways to in my occurring world, to literally let all of the thoughts that have built up in your head, let them go, let them flow down the river of thought and sit in a space of nothing. That is so recharging. It is so powerful. Yeah. And another thing, Jim, that I noticed too, this, this last, you know, three weeks that I've been out of town and, and very overwhelmed is, you know, my recharging, um, it happens in different ways. You know, I, I got a call actually uh, yesterday from uh, the treatment center that I went to, and um, someone is in treatment that lives in, uh, in the same area as me, and so we're going to connect whenever he gets out of treatment. I, I talked, you know, maybe 10 minutes to one of the counselors that was in the treatment center, and it was really cool because after that conversation, I was so energized. So again, that was something that had to do with recovery, but it helped me recharge. So I think all of us have to find different ways to recharge, and it's not always the same. Because after that, so that was yesterday that recharged me. And then today I was done. I was like, hey, I'm, I'm going to not do anything. And that was the way I recharged tonight. I think that's beautiful. And if you're listening to this, explore the different ways that you can recharge. Literally, if you have to make a list, make 50 ideas of things that you can do to recharge. And you may say, I can't do 50, but here's the thing. If you get to 30, now you know, or even if you get to 20, now there are 20 things you can do. And if it works, now you have the knowing that it works. If it doesn't work, cross it off the list. When you're done with that one, figure out another one. It is an empowering way 
for you to recharge and the, your ability to successfully recharge in this lifestyle of recovery will keep you strong in your recovery. Yeah. And if you're constantly going, 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 I think it really puts you at risk for relapse too. Like if you don't ever sit down and quiet down and, and you know what, I don't want to give like all of this recovery work. I mean, I, I obviously people know that we're pro recovery work. We're a recovery, yeah, we're, recovery we're, podcast, but very pro recovery. Yeah, work. <laughs> I mean, but I think like sometimes recharging for me can be going to a meeting. Sometimes it can be reading. So like, I, I think that the whole point is like, it's going to be different all of the time for us. And so sometimes, like you said at the beginning, you know, if we focus on when things are going good in my life, that's not when I need to like have a, a an emergency type situation where I'm doing something, some crazy action when it comes to my recovery. Again, it's more in the maintenance, maintenance thing. Now I'm still diligent every day and doing the right things, but my recharging and my recovery are, are going to look different at different points. And so like for me, Today, again, it was doing nothing. Yesterday, it was talking to another uh, addict, an alcoholic, you know, and, and recharging from that. And tomorrow, who knows what it's going to be. It may be, uh, you know, I plan on going to the gym in the morning before I, I go to work. And that'll be an opportunity for me to recharge. And it's just being the best part of re- one of the best parts of recovery. Somebody told me I say the best part of recovery a lot. So I'm going to try not to uh, to say that. And you don't have to cut that out because I think people should hear it because they'll probably laugh because I probably do say it every episode, but you do it. I will not cut it out. There's a lot of best parts of recovery. So there's a lot of best parts. Yeah. Is the self-awareness that I have now to, to know what I need and when I need it. And also when you are in recovery, you surround yourself with other people that are not afraid to tell you the truth. And so like today at work, one of my coworkers, Kelly, who I think will will get on an episode while I'm here, we'll, we'll have her get on an episode on what it's like to work for a, an alcoholic or an addict, uh, and we can tell the story of how her what her first day of, of at the company was like compared to what it's like now. But anyway, I've I've opened my awareness now is whenever she can say, "Hey, you know what? Maybe it's time for you to kind of relax a little bit." And when she can say that to me, I can hear it because I'm aware, self aware enough to know, yeah, she's probably right. You know, that's that's what I did and, and, and it, it really worked out. That is brilliant. And yes, let's get her on as a guest. I think that's good. There are a lot of different aspects of recovery, and one of the things we are committed to here is that we explore so many different aspects because the more you understand all the different aspects, the stronger your recovery is going to be. You're just going to keep growing. Like the more, the more different things that you can learn and understand about recovery, but about yourself as well, just the better that you're going to get every single day. And, you know, I, I say this a lot too, but it's, you know, the, the motto at my company this year is little by little. And I think sometimes when we're addicts and alcoholics, we a lot of times have this like grandiose thought in our head of how life's going to be for us and all that. And, you know, normally when we first get sober, we're going to save the world and get everybody else sober. And all of those are like good desires to have. But I think and I know that recovery is something that happens normally little by little, where it's the small things that you consistently do and you have the growth. And so that's where like even recharging for me, learning how to recharge, understanding whenever I'm on empty and whenever my batteries are dead and knowing what I, that I need to do something. It's been little by little when I've learned that. And I keep learning every day just uh, a new thing or, 
or, or realizing a new thing that's going to that's going to slowly and little by little make me better and make me my recovery stronger and, and elevate the sobriety and and just make me a better better person. I think that's brilliant. And if you're listening to this, hopefully you can get that if you can grow your recovery little by little every day, pretty soon you're going to look back and you're halfway up the mountain. You're three quarters of the way up the mountain. You are in the place where it's time to sit down and enjoy the view, enjoy the scenery. Because when you can enjoy that scenery, Getting back to work in your recovery is going to be easier and your sobriety is going to be so solid that the recovery is. I mean, recovery is still work. I'm, I am, people are going to say, you say that a lot and I do say that a lot, but it's always going to be work. But the thing is, is coaching is work too, but I love my work. It doesn't seem like work. It seems like play. And it's like, Kevin, your recovery is getting to the place that it's so solid. It almost seems like play. It's one of my favorite things to do and, and my favorite parts of life. And what you said a minute ago, though, is something that I, I think we're awful at doing. And that's sometimes we got to sit back and we've got to enjoy it. For me, I had all that wreckage, you know, and all those problems that I caused. And sometimes I, I get scared when things go good. You know, we just talked about this last episode and you know you like worry about something bad happening but you know what it's it's okay like let's say you have 90 days sober today or whenever recently it's okay to be like wow let me look back we don't look back in the past i, I get it we got to keep do, moving forward and working but like let's sometimes celebrate those milestones and those benchmarks and that was the cool thing you know the other day being 900 days sober for me it kind of i didn't really realize it until i looked it up it's cool to look back and just look at those 900 days and think about on day 100, day 200, day 300, day 400, day 500. Again, I've been out of town for almost all of them. And I, I think back at how far I've come in every single one of those milestones and benchmarks. Yet today compared to yesterday, it doesn't seem like much has changed. But then when I look back 100 days ago, it's like, wow, a lot has changed. And it's okay for me to look back and say, you know what, I've come a long way and, and I'm going to enjoy this a little bit. I think that's beautiful. So if you're listening, what are you doing to recharge your recovery? How are you relaxing and literally being able to celebrate your victories? Because that's when it's going to, it's all going to be worth it. So you've been listening to Sobriety Elevated. If you like this podcast, rate us because it impacts the algorithms so that we can be more available to more people. If you're on Facebook, we have the Recovery Elevated podcast page. A big thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast. We are growing incredibly, and it's because of you. It's because of you listening. It's because of you sharing. And that is, it just makes my heart sing. Thank you for joining us. We're glad you were listening, and we will talk to you again very soon. Okay, have a great one.